Hey guys, welcome back to Fiction Fixation. We're your hosts. I'm Courtney. And I'm Rose. And this week we are going to be talking about the 1993 classic Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus, tis the season, tis the spooky season. By the time this is released, the second one would have just came out. Oh, this is Courtney and Rose from the past. Ooh, Ooh spooky. I the, What I'm going to say is if you haven't watched this movie, you should. It's actually, it's such a cute movie. I forgot how fun it is. This movie is like the epitome of Halloween to me. It's what Halloween should be. And yeah. we'll get into that because sometimes Halloween kind of turns into something it shouldn't be. Like in Mean Girls, Halloween turns into who can dress the slutty is. Right. Sometimes, or gory fest. It's like this. Yeah. There's like a, a Halloween spectrum. And this movie's like right in the middle, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, our movie opens up in a small town. What? Where is this? It's Salem, Massachusetts. Oh, okay. Can you imagine living in Salem, Massachusetts with all the lore about witches and stuff? It must be epic during Halloween there. It must be. And I feel like that's their busiest time of year. Like, you can't go to Salem around Halloween time because it's going to be packed. Yeah. It's like NYC on New Year's Eve. So obviously Salem, Massachusetts is known historically for the Salem witch trials, which is back in the day, anytime a woman showed too much intelligence or audacity, they got burned at the stake. Or they were like pressed to death, Mm. which I think is worse. Stretched, drowned, Uh hung. They got creative with it. Yeah, if you were um, a woman that showed, like Rose said, any sort of audacity or intelligence, uh, they murdered you. Well, you know what I just realized is that as a species, I think women learn to adapt, right? So because we were being burned for being too audacious and intelligent um, in the mm-hmm. Salem witch trials, we were like, oh, okay, no, we're housewives. We we are, we are humble housewives and we tricked the men. Mm-hmm. We tricked the men into depending on us for sustenance, for mm-hmm. like general keeping of their house. And Mm -hmm. now they can't do shit without us. Like, we played the long game, the way I see it. We played the long con, but then we also long conned ourselves into nine to fives. I know, we did. Because then when we try to take the power back, we're like, ha ha, psych, we want to work. And then the men were like, cool, but you still do the dishes. And we're like, ah, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, now we're doing... Our domestic duties, plus contributing financially to the household. We're doing too much. I say we go back to just being witches. That was easier. Yes. So in this movie, we have a boy named Max who just moved to Salem, Massachusetts from Los Angeles. I'm like, damn, that's like a big shock of a move. Yeah, like why though? Why did you move? I want to know. It's never really brought up. Oh, you don't get the backstory. But as always, we have follow-up questions. So Max just moved here, and after getting his shoes stolen from him in a cemetery on his way home from school... Courtney, when you say he got his shoes stolen at a cemetery (laughs) on his way home from school, it kind of just sounds like casually the dead people at the cemetery stole his shoes. You're right. I made it sound like the dead people casually just (laughs) rose from the dead and snatched his shoes off his feet. There's two thugs in the cemetery that stop him and then rob him. They're bullies. They're just like high school bullies. Max just goes home. He's pissed off. He doesn't want to be here. He just moved. He misses his friends at his home. 
And now he had to pedal home barefoot. Yeah. And, you know, like, I think Max is just kind of annoyed by this town because he's he's a big city boy. And at school today, because it's Halloween day and at school, the teachers are peddling this like weird local legend of these three sisters called the Sanderson sisters. Yeah, we'll get into like the actual nitty gritty details um, in a little while. But Sanderson sisters are witches. Were witches back in the back in the heyday of witches. Back in like the 1600s. Max has a crush on a girl in school. Her name is Allison and she is pretty cute. And you know what, Max? Max is pretty cute too. This next part is kind of creepy to me. He gets home. He just jumps on his bed and he starts cuddling his pillow. And he's like, oh, Allison, you're so soft. But I'm like, do teenage boys do that? When I was a teenage girl... I dreamt of teenage boys thinking about me that much, but I really don't think boys think about girls that much at that age. To me, teenage boys were always just so indifferent about girls. So while Max is cuddling his pillow, calling it Allison, his little sister pops out of the fucking closet. Yeah, it's kind of weird. His sister was hiding in his closet. Like, listen, girl, you should not be hiding in your teenage brother's closet watching him as he is in bed. Like you could that's that could get very weird very fast. Yeah, he could have been doing other things to that pillow. Like it could have gotten very strange. Listen, I am not looking to catch any of the boys in my house unawares. All right. I am this close to putting a bell around my neck. I stomp. (laughs) Everywhere I go in this house. Oh, my God. Ew. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, the little sister comes out of the closet and she basically she tells him like, hey, mom and dad said you have to take me trick or treating. Their parents are going to a party. So that's why the parents can't take her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mom and dad are going to like some city hall party to get drunk Mm -hmm. and probably do cocaine. (laughs) So, um. Max is not having that. He says, absolutely not. I'm not doing that. Go by yourself. You're eight years old. What? <laughs> well, and she's new to this town. She's like, I don't yes. even, like, I can get lost. By the way, the little sister's name is Danny, which I think is mm-hmm. such a cute name for a girl. Danny, being the eight-year-old little sister she is, throws a fit and Max takes her. <laughs> So as Max is taking his little sister out trick-or-treating, he actually, he runs into the bullies again, the ones that stole his shoes. They actually accost little sister this time and demand all her candy. What is going on with them? Like, first of all, there are four of them and like they could just be going up to houses and trick-or-treating, you know, but instead Mm -hmm. they're standing at the end of the driveway asking for a toll like they're trolls on a bridge, like give me candy to pass. Honestly, that blonde one does kind of look like a troll. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, um, little sister throws Max sort of under the bus here. She tells the bullies, I don't think so. My big brother's here and he's going to kick your ass. Max is like, um, uh, uh, no. Max is like, oh, there seems to be a misunderstanding here. We have miscommunicated. There's four of those guys and they're all bigger than Max. So naturally, he just kind of gives in and it's like... It's embarrassing Mm -hmm. for him. Like, I feel so bad for him. He can't protect his little sister, you know? He is not having a good time. He's not having a good time. But after they sort of escape that situation intact, they end up at Allison's house. 
Um, yeah, the next stop is Allison's house, who is, again, Max's crush. And the little sister turns into a wing woman. She and Allison hit it off. Mm-hmm. They start talking about the Sanderson sisters, who are, you know, the the witches that were supposedly lived in town and ate children and all this stuff. And Allie mentions that her, was it her aunt used to run the museum? Her mom. Her mom used to run the museum. What did they have a museum for, like, witches that used to live in the town? I just went to a Mothman museum, okay? Like, yeah, but it's interesting, right? Because this is Salem, Massachusetts. So you would imagine that there were like thousands of witches that were killed, right? And yeah. somehow there's three that get a museum. Why did these three get a museum? Um, You know, I don't have the answers that I think you're looking for. <laughs> I really don't. Why not? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, sort of the legend of the witches is that they used to... Um, lure children to their house by singing mm-hmm. and then suck all of the life out of them and the youth so they stayed young and beautiful forever. Yeah, and we actually see that in the beginning of the movie. They also, they have a spell book and so they read like the recipes in the spell book and mm-hmm. brew potions in the big cauldron. And what I was thinking was like, I'm too lazy to be a witch. That looks like a lot of work, dude. I could barely follow like a dinner recipe without losing my attention. I love cooking. Like you do. Witch- witchcraft is just like fancy cooking. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like if you need a dead man's toe, you can't just ask your neighbor like, oh, hey, do you have any dead men's toes <laughs> laying around? If you started your own private cemetery in your backyard, that would be a pretty good way to get dead man's toes. They don't regenerate. It's not like crops that they just keep growing. Like, oh, it's time to harvest <laughs> my dead toes. <laughs> So the townspeople kind of, they knew this legend, but this one little girl named Emily, she disappears. And so does her older brother. This was back in the 1600s. And so you have to realize, like, how long were these kids gone before their parents are like, oh, wow, they've been outside playing for a while. Probably a week. (laughs) Yeah. The townspeople form like a posse and they go into the woods and um, they take these witches outside and... They go to hang them. In the process of them being hung, they cast some sort of spell to where if the flame of the black flame candle is lit by a virgin on Halloween on a full moon, then the witches will be resurrected. Mm -hmm. The other thing the witches did before they were hung by the townspeople in the 1600s, Mm -hmm. they turned the boy that was trying to stop them into a black cat. And we mm-hmm. see him, uh, we see this black cat kind of lurking around the witch's old house. Yeah. So, the, like like we said, the museum is in the Sanderson sisters' old house. Dude, this building is 300 years old and... Uh, it's in good shape. It's in decent shape. You know, it could use a little, a little vacuuming, but it's holding up. Yeah. Listen, what's the opposite of digmatize? Vagmatized, titmatized, <laughs> uh, because whatever it is, Max is titmatized. Yeah, he's definitely, um, Max is trying to impress Allison, right? Because Allison uh-huh. takes Max and little sister Danny to this old museum that's now abandoned. 
It's full of spider webs. And yet somehow, Courtney, and I call bullshit on this, somehow, even though the museum is closed down and abandoned, everything's still there. Mm-hmm. There's a spell book, a 300 plus year old spell book just sitting under glass. Uh-huh. There's a cauldron. They left all their product there. There's like like a little gift shop section with a bunch of little lighters and stuff. Yeah. And listen, if you find an abandoned house that looks spooky, that has a spell book with an eye on it in the mm-hmm. middle of the woods, just just leave it alone. You know what? You don't need you should never get as far as to know what's in that house. Yeah. If you find an abandoned house in the woods, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. If you think you see something in the woods, no, you didn't. This candle, what is it called? The black candle of death or? The the black flame candle. The black flame candle that is kind of like prophesized to bring the witches back if it's lit on the full moon of Halloween by a virgin. That that candle is just sitting there in this abandoned freaking museum surrounded mm-hmm. by lighters. Mm-hmm. It's like you're begging a white person to light that. You're begging an obnoxious white boy to come up and be like, look at this. I'm cool. Like, because that's exactly what happens. <laughs> that is 100% what happens. Max, you know, he goes to light the candle and that cat just lunges out of nowhere and starts attacking mm-hmm. Max. By the way, um, we forgot to mention this cat obviously used to be a boy, right? He used to be a young boy. When uh-huh. he was turned into a cat, he was made immortal. Like he, That's why he's still alive 300 years later because he can't die. If you're in a cottage in the middle of the woods and a cat attacks you, take that as your sign from God that you need to go. Jesus has spoken and he says, GTFO. Max still goes, this is a good idea. I'm still going to light this candle. Mm -hmm. And he lights the candle that Mm -hmm. is prophesized to bring back the Sanderson sisters from the dead. Well, also, he just told his pseudo girlfriend that he's a virgin. Well, I guess accidentally, right? Because he lights it as a joke. And his sister's like, no, a virgin can't light the candle. (laughs) Because immediately when he lights the candle, it's like you could hear mm-hmm. that something's happening. The The witches are coming back to life. And he's like, what's going on? And his little sister's like, a virgin lit the candle, you dumbass. <laughs> and so, you know, he just mocked this legend and then and then unintentionally summoned evil witch spirits, which are now fully fledged, like, corporeal witches. Right. One of which is Sarah Jessica Parker. And then you have Bette Midler and Kathy Najimy. Mm-hmm. We need to describe these witches because they are not cool witches. Yeah, they're not white girl with a nose ring witches, okay? No. They're not even like Glinda the Good Witch. No. They are kind of goofy, mm-hmm. uh, buck teeth. It's like they took sort of the some of the stereotypical optics of witches and just sort of mesh them all together but also these aren't like sinister witches they are kind of goofy i mean they're sinister but they're so goofy that their sinister nature is kind of cute it's like oh look at you guys trying to suck children's souls you're so cute (laughs) max allison and Little sister Danny are still in the witch's house when the witches come back. And so they hide. The, the, all the mm-hmm. kids hide. Yeah, the kids all hide, but they're not hiding together. They're all hiding 
separately because I couldn't find a like hiding spot together quick enough, I guess. So the three witches, obviously, they're sisters. And it seems like Mm -hmm. they each have like a different specialty. One Uh of them named Winnie is um, she seems to be the leader and she seems to be the brains of the operation. And then you have Sarah who is the pretty one, the one that beckons the children. Yeah, her talent is singing. She's like a siren. She knows how to lure Mm -hmm. people. And then you have the middle one. um, Her name is Mary, and she has a really good nose, and she could smell children. Mm -hmm. And together, they make the Powerpuff Girls. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the sinister Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. It's the Powerpuff Girls, but like spooky. Yeah. So Mary smells children. You know, she's sniffing a house. She's like, it's a little girl. What do you think children smell like? Like if you were a witch and you could smell kids, like what do you, because I feel like they would smell like boogers and dirt and like lactose intolerance. (laughs) I feel like they would smell like sweat, a faint trace of urine, but then like sickening sweet candy. Ugh. Okay, I'm I'm like regret asking. I don't. They would smell like a city bus. Oh, okay, gross. It's a small ass cabin. Like the fact that they didn't see them as soon as they walked in is kind of ridiculous, right? But that's how airheaded these witches are. They're not very smart. Yeah, but you know they they find the kids. Well, they find the girl. Mary goes and she sniffs out Danny. Danny, with all the audacity that anybody can ever hope to have, she's like, sisters, you're here. Thank God. Well, she does. She starts doing a bit like she starts. Danny starts pretending like she is also a witch because she's wearing a witch's hat for Halloween. So she's just like, oh, sisters, like I summoned thee. And obviously these witches are not smart, but they're also like, yeah, you're a kid. Like you're not a witch. They're talking about how they're going to cook her. At that point, Max is like, oh, this has gone too far. Maybe I should step in. Maybe I should help fix the problem that I created. Right, right, right. Uh, Virgin, who lit the candle and summoned the evil witches who are now discussing how to eat your sister. Yeah, I think it might be a good time to step in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so he does that. And he's like, no, leave her alone. The younger, the youngest sister, um, Sarah, is like, a boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the youngest uh, witch is played by Sarah Jessica Parker, and her name in the movie is Sarah. And uh, she's a little hoe. She is. And he's pretty quick on his feet because what he does is he takes the lighter and he puts it next to the fire sprinkler. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you've messed with the great and powerful Max. Prepare for the ring of death. The reign of death. The reign of death, yes. And so he... Activates the sprinklers. And so these witches, you know, they're from the 1600s. They've never seen it rain inside of a house. And so they hide, they take cover, and they're scared that this water from the sprinklers is going to burn their skin. And so Max, Allie, and little sister Danny take this opportunity to flee. And and Binks, the cat, flees with them. He's like, get your shit together and let's fucking go. Well, the the cat literally talks to Max and says, grab the book. And Max is like, you can talk. And he's like, yeah, grab the book. I can talk, but did I stutter? Did I stutter? I don't think so. Cats already scare me. Do they really? Okay, I'm gonna put it this way. I have a, a wonderful, amazing dog who I love, but every once in a while, I catch her staring at me And I'm worried that she's going to realize 
that I am a giant sack of bones. And she's going to eat you. And that she's going to eat me. Yeah. So every once in a while, I'm like, does she know that I have big bones covered in meat? Yes, she knows. (laughs) I don't think she knows. She knows. Nah. Yeah. She can smell it. The kids get away. Uh, The cat leads them to a cemetery. Yeah, he leads them to a cemetery. And like, first of all, why? Of all the places you could have led them, why the cemetery? Well, he tells them that cemeteries are hallow ground and witches cannot set foot in cemeteries. And I'm like, that's good to know. That's a good little side note. Like, I'm going to save that just in case. You know what? Like, it doesn't hurt to try if they're already chasing you, I guess. When the cat told Max to grab the book, he made it a certainty that the witches would come after them. The cat seems to not really have a great plan. He has a better plan than Max has, but the cat doesn't have a great plan. And he's had 300 years to formulate one. The witch in charge, Winnie, she tells her sisters, you know, we have to get our spell book from from these kids because the magic Mm -hmm. that summoned us only works tonight. And I need the recipe in that book so I can make my little kid soul sucking potion. Yeah, I need my recipe or else we're going to die again for realsies. I know. I mean, I feel like that's me every night trying to make dinner. I'm like, I need a recipe or we're all going to die of hunger. Like, I don't know what to make. Oh, no, I'm com- I'm the complete opposite. I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to take all these things, mix them together, season to taste, and it'll be fine. I just envision you in front of your stove and it's like a giant cauldron and you're like a little dash of this, a little dash of that. I actually, um, I do have a cauldron. It's actually a Dutch oven, like cast iron pot, yeah. but it's like the same thing. That's amazing. I use it to make chili. I respect you and I fear you. You know, the cat leads the kids to the cemetery Meanwhile, the witches back in the house are realizing that uh, what's coming from the ceiling is not fire rain. Mm -hmm. It's just H2O. It's just regular old water. Like, I don't want to take up for the witches, okay? But could you imagine how confused they must be about everything? Right. And we see this because, you know, they just woke up from the 1600s. And so when they try to go after the kids, Mm -hmm. they're being held up at every turn by this strange world that they don't recognize. Yeah, because they don't they don't know about cars or electricity. Why just say it like that? Do I you, don't know. Do you know about electricity? <laughs> they don't know about cars or electricity or concrete. Right. When they see the road, they think it's a black river. Like they they're just so confused. And like, dude, same. I get it. I would be confused too. Same, yes. And um the oldest sister, being a good older sister, just shoves the youngest one mm-hmm. right onto it to test it for everybody else. So the witches find the kids at the cemetery, but they can't touch the ground. Mm-hmm. So The wise witch, which I use the word wise lightly because they're all airheaded, but she's the the smartest one. Um, Winifred, a.k.a. Winnie, raises her lover? Yeah, it was her lover. She raises him from the dead and she's like, get them. And so just keeping with the creep factor and the poor planning of this cat, he's like, hey, let's go into this crypt. There's a tunnel that leads to the sewer. Yeah, fun times, fun times. You know what? I think I'll die. Yeah, just I'll just lay in one of these graves. Thank you. I'm not going into the city sewer. It is time to accept my defeat and the <laughs> end of my life. 
and we're done. We're done. <laughs> we're all done. Okay, we're done. So they have this dead guy chasing them. This dead guy, you know, he's a zombie and he has his mouth sewn shut for some weird reason. His mouth was sewn shut by Winifred with a dull needle so he couldn't tell her secrets even in death. So the kids and the cat, they run away from Billy the zombie and they make Mm -hmm. their way to the crypt, to the underground tunnel. And then they come out of a manhole cover. In every movie ever, people just fling these manhole covers aside. Do you know how much manhole covers weigh? A lot. I can't lift one by myself. They weigh 250 pounds. So the fact that this little teenage boy can just push it aside i call bullshit this is where she draws the line this is where i pointed at the screen and said bullshit that's not real not the witches not the zombie (laughs) yeah and they they get out onto the street and they see a cop and like all white people we run straight to cops when we have problems (laughs) so they run to this cop and they're like sir sir A virgin lit the black flame candle on a full moon on Halloween and the Sanderson sisters are resurrected. We need your help. Yeah. And first of all, the cop just kind of blows them off. And then when the kids walk away, we realize that's not even a real cop. Yeah, he it was just a dude dressed as a cop because it's Halloween. But honestly, even if it were a real cop, I mean, I don't think it would have changed the reaction. Like, what are you what did you want him to do? It's like, oh, let me go call the Avengers or Harry Potter. You know, it's like, what what do you want me to do? I'm a cop. I'm not a wizard. Like, if there are three witches resurrected from the dead, like, what do you want me to do? Right? You you know, you you should have went to a church. Oh, my gosh. Go to a church. You need a priest. Oh, my gosh. Not the police. (laughs) You're so right. Do you know what I was thinking, too, is the fact that, like, Dude, Halloween must be the worst night for, like, weird shit to happen because no Mm -hmm. one's going to believe you, you know? Yeah. Because they're going to think you're messing with them. Oh, that's kind of sad, though. Your guts could be pouring out of your stomach and people are going to be like, oh, man, that's so gory. That's so cool. Trick or treat. No, that's that's true. No one no one would. They'll be like, oh, look, she's really good. Yeah, that's awesome. You're like, he's murdering me with a chainsaw on the road. And they're like, oh, look at the bit they're doing. Those people know how to do Halloween. Look, she's in pieces. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's... um... I took it. I took it a little farther. No, you didn't. I didn't? Take it farther. That's why we're friends. We are. (laughs) After the cop kind of blows them off, The children make their way with the cat to the Halloween party at Town Hall where their parents are at. It kind of seems like all the parents in town are at this party. Right? It's like a big deal. Well, because when you look outside, there's a bunch of kids trick-or-treating, but they all look unsupervised. So Mm -hmm. I guess this is just how they roll in Salem, Massachusetts. Uh, Also, this was 1993. You're right. They didn't have murder back then. They they didn't have... Um, murder back then and we all walked around unsupervised in 1993 true that true that true that so the kids are there and they find their parents and danny's like mom max lit the black flame candle and summoned the sanderson sisters and now they're trying to kill us all yeah the parents aren't buying it of course and i feel bad because i honestly wouldn't buy it if my kids told me that you know what if my mom if my children came to me like mother we accidentally summoned 
evil witches. I've been like on the property or like somewhere else. <laughs> because I've told you no summoning demons on our property. Right. Like we've had this discussion. That's good parenting. That's really good parenting. Um, yeah. So obviously the parents don't believe the kids. As it generally goes and things like this, the witches sniffed out the children and followed mm-hmm. them to the party. And Max yeah. sees them there and it's like, we have to do something. So he does something bold and he runs up and he grabs the mic from the guy performing. So, yeah. So he takes the microphone, interrupts the music, which like rude. And he tells the crowd of parents, your kids are in danger. And that was a good way to start because it got everybody's attention. All the parents were like, what? But then he immediately follows it up with like, the Sanderson sisters are right there. And so he immediately loses credibility. So the guy manning the lights finds the Sanderson sisters and shines a spotlight on them. Right before the witches came in, the band was playing the song, I Put a Spell on You. Uh-huh. And Winnie heard that and so when max called attention to them the witches kind of pretended to be part of this bit she was just like oh yes here we are she's like thank you for that lovely introduction max and then they get Mm -hmm. on stage and they start singing the i put a spell on you song how do they know the words because the band was singing it. The band was singing it right before they came in. I know, but still, like, how did you How did you know the words? How did you know what the microphone was? I'm calling bullshit on all of this, like, they just knew. No. <laughs> no. This is where you're stuck. I'm stuck at the manhole cover. You're stuck at them knowing the lyrics for I Put a Spell on You. Yeah. We all, we all have our things. This is mine. We all have our things, and we just need you guys to respect that, okay? Just respect <laughs> our wishes. Jeez. <laughs> respect our hang-ups okay yes please and thank you appreciate you as the witches are on stage Mm -hmm. they actually cast a spell over the audience because they say dance until you die Uh uh-huh so now the parents start dancing and presumably they're going to dance until they die which for me would have been like three minutes into dancing i would have been oh yeah 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 like what kind of dancing, though? Because I could do a good, like, 15 minutes of the shuffle. If it's, like, salsa, it, that's very high intensity, you know? I couldn't do that for very long. I could do the middle school arms around the neck, just kind of... Mm-hmm, the sway. The sway. Lightly sway. Yeah, I could do that. Mm-hmm. Probably for a while, to be honest. The thing is with the zombie, Billy the zombie, is that he fits right in. It's a Halloween party. So no one realizes that he's a real zombie. Yeah, they're all like, oh, wow, he has a really good costume. The mom, Max's mom, even says, oh, I wish I had the camera. Yeah, she thinks (laughs) this is just an amazing Halloween party. She's like, these drugs are off the hook. (laughs) (laughs) The kids get the idea of what if we, we lure the witches to the incinerator in the school? Because their high school casually has an incinerator. Their high school has a walking incinerator that locks from the outside. What the hell are they doing? I mean, never mind. This is Salem, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Like, this is probably normal there. They're still burning witches is what I'm saying. Yeah. They're, they're still burning witches, which is a super white person thing to do, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they lure the witches with like a cassette player. Into the incinerator. Mm -hmm. The witches burn up and the kids think they've won at this point. Yeah. And if you just look at how long is left in the movie, you just know it's not time to celebrate. You know it's not. 
And so they go home and they are beat after this night, you know, murdering witches and running for your life <laughs> is it's rough on the body. Yeah, the kids all go to Max's house. By the way, it's like the middle of the night at this point, And Allison is cuddled up with Max and they're like taking a nap together. I'm like, are you about to take your ass home for your parents? See how late it is. But her parents are probably literally dancing to death at that party still. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I don't get? The witches are were supposed to be dead, but they come back to life because I guess the magic that summoned them is still, you know, it's still in place until the sun comes up. Uh-huh. So they come back to life. And instead of following the noses again to find the kids, they just the witches just go home. They kind of just give up. Yeah, they're like, you know what? Like we tried and we failed. So that's that. Might as well just die. Like, I don't get why they just give up. I don't either, but... Sometimes the answer is because plot. Because plot. And Danny took Binks home with them because they couldn't just leave him out in the wild. Danny was super excited. She's planning to turn him into a fat house cat. Oh my gosh. The little sister is like, I get a cat out of this. This is the best night ever. It was Halloween. She went trick-or-treating. She ran away. She summoned witches. She defeated mm -hmm. the witches. And now she gets a cat. Like she, It's just like Christmas. For little Danny. I want that for her. But yeah, so she gets a cat out of this night. And Allie and Max kind of want to help Binks. Binks misses his little sister. Binks has been alive for over 300 years. He's ready to go. He's done living life. Yeah, he wants to die, but he can't. And so Max and Allison are like, let's see if the spell book, because they still have the spell book. They're like, let's see if the spell book has anything in here about helping the cat turn back into a boy and die. I don't know what their plan is. Like, Are you a witch? Like, Can you do spells if you're not a witch? What spell are they looking for? Are they looking for a spell to turn him back into a boy? Or are they looking for a spell to kill the cat that can't die? Like, are they, do they plan on murdering him? If he gets turned back into a boy, do they plan on murdering him? Anyways, they're trying to help poor Binks, and they open the book. They open the spell book, and it just sends this beacon to the witches. Yeah, this beam of light shoots out from the book into the sky, but the kids can't see it. And so they're sitting there just reading, but the witches see it all the way from their little cabin in the woods. Ellie's still a little scared to go home. Like, she's still like... Wouldn't you be? I know. I would She's be. like, listen, witches are a thing. Like, who else knows what else is out there? So they read in the book that salt can protect them from evil things. Yeah. So they go downstairs. Allie and Max go downstairs to find salt to kind of keep on them for protection and to use while he walks her home. During that time, the witches show up at Max's house... And take poor Danny hostage. It's unfortunate, but uh, you should have known it wasn't over. There was a lot left to the movie. Like, they should have checked. Always check the runtime before you relax. It, check the runtime before you relax or check and see how much book you have left. Now the witches have the book and they also have little Danny. And they take both to their cabin. The witch starts cooking up her little spell juice. And also... They're not just happy with Danny now. They want all of the children. So the blonde one, she starts singing like a siren and it lures all the kids in the neighborhood 
to walk to the woods. Meanwhile, the parents are still at that coke field party dancing their faces off. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I feel like there is such a thing as too many children. Like, you're going to get indigestion. You're going to get heartburn. Do you not get full? What if you make yourself too young and then you start getting carted places and you don't have an ID because you're actually 300 years old? Yeah, there should be a line to how many children you should be allowed to eat to be young. Like, they're just, it's like, don't binge. Don't binge on kids. It's just not healthy. It's not. like I feel like two or three kids should be enough. I mean, so do you suck the rest of their life from them? Or their current life. Because honestly, if you're sucking their current life from them, you know, an eight-year-old's really not going to do it for you. You should be going for like the 97-year-old nanas. You're so right. I think they're sucking the remaining of the remainder of their life from them. Okay. That makes sense. The what's left. They're sucking what's left. Mm Mm-hmm. The witches try to force feed Danny the potion and Danny is not having it. She is putting up one hell of a fight. Well, not only is she not having it, she's like insulting the witches. I respect that. She calls them ugly, which really hurts the older witches' feelings. Um, And Mm -hmm. so when Max, Allie, and the cat finally show up to the cabin to save little sister Danny, they use another ruse to trick these stupid witches. They use the car to make them think that the sun had already came up. And that they had failed. They take the headlights of the car and they shine them into the cabin. And so the witches, because they're stupid, they're like, oh, no, the sun is up. And they start shrinking away. Meanwhile, Max, Allie, Danny and the cat make a run for it. Yeah, they make a run for it. And they're like, right now, all we have to do is outrun them till dawn. Right. We just have to stay away till dawn. And then, you know, we'll be golden. Well, you know, when Max saves his little sister, he also knocks over the cauldron with the potion. And when the witches realize that they were tricked, they go to the cauldron and there's a little bit of potion left. It's enough for one kid, which like you said, if all they needed was one kid, why were they summoning every child in like a 200 mile radius? Because they're gluttonous. <laughs> like, do you do you guys not gain weight? Listen, if you could not gain weight by witchcraft, I'm interested in hearing more. Tell me more. <laughs> yeah. Tell me fucking more. If you can binge on children and not gain weight as a witch, I don't know. That's kind of, you should lead with that when you're converting people. So they go back to the cemetery. Uh, the kids go back to the cemetery. It's hollowed ground and they have the book and they were, again, they're just trying to wait the witches out until dawn. But uh, the witches show up again, kind of hovering around the cemetery and they try to get the zombie, Billy the zombie, to go after them again. And Billy the zombie has had enough. He is done with Winifred's bullshit. Right. So he cuts open his sewn lips. Why is he just now doing this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It took him a while. Listen, give give the man a break. Billy the zombie changes sides and he's just like, I've had enough. I am not on your side anymore. So they've gained an ally. And so now... They have a zombie, which like, uh, no, thank you. You know, I mean, I guess like I, I think they were good without the zombie. Like, I, like, listen, Mr. Zombie, I'm, I'm so glad you're not our enemy anymore. But like, no, thank you. We don't we don't need any more friends. We're, we're full. I mean, listen, I'm going to say this. 
with all due respect to all parties involved, Billy's kind of hot. Courtney, I am concerned (laughs) about you. Billy's kind of hot. Billy's head falls off at random intervals. Only when it gets hit really hard. Okay. Well, I mean, he does, Billy does have, listen, I'm trying to work with you here, so I'll give you this. Billy does have the devil may care attitude that you seem to find attractive. So maybe maybe that's it. You know what? I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> yes. So, you know, the witches, by the way, they don't have their brooms anymore because the brooms got stolen by like random kids trick-or-treating. So they are like on real brooms. One of them is on a vacuum. They just, you know, it's just embarrassing at this point. It is. It's embarrassing. The witches are not looking too good. Well, at one point, speaking of your boyfriend, Billy the zombie, at one point, Billy the zombie's head falls off and Danny, the little girl, decides to go help him, even though they had set her up with like a ring of salt to keep her safe. She left the safety of her ring of salt to go help the zombie. She she did. And I don't think that was a good idea for her. No, because Winifred swoops up and grabs her. Because listen, mm-hmm. Winifred had her pick of the litter when it came to kids. All the kids were walking to the cabin. But Winifred wanted Danny because Danny called her ugly. She's she's going to turn young and Danny is going to be old and dead. And she's going to be like, who's ugly now, you little bitch? Who's ugly now? I mean, it's the type of petty we all aspire to be, to be honest. So here we are. It's the final stand down, okay? And um, Winifred grabs Danny and is holding her on her broomstick, trying to force feed her the potion, the little vial of potion. Yes. But obviously, Danny's a badass. She puts up a fight. So the potion goes flying out of Winifred's hand. We could all hope at this point that it smashes, but it doesn't. Max catches it. And so he tries negotiating with the with the witches, with Winnie specifically, the wise witch. Yeah. He tries negotiating with her, and she's also not having it. She's angry. She doesn't want him or anybody else. She wants this specific child. Right. And so because Winifred won't let little sister go, Max decides the only thing he can do is drink the potion himself. You know what? Good for Max. He's being a good big brother right now. It's what I would want my big brother to do if I had one, but I don't have one. I have a big sister, and she wouldn't do that for me. <laughs> would your little sister? Uh, yes, I think my little sister would drink the the soul-sucking potion on my behalf. I think so, too. <laughs> I feel like your your little sister is sort of like ride or die. So Winifred is pissed now, because now she's like, okay, now I have to suck your soul. And I really didn't want your soul, but like the sun is coming up. I have no choice. Yeah, she's like, I guess you'll do, you know? So kind of a fight ensues because Winifred drops little Danny and then she swoops up Mm -hmm. Max and Max is like fighting for his life. But the thing is that Max is like hanging from the broomstick that's hovering over the cemetery. And I'm like, Max, just let go. Like, I'm pretty sure a broken leg is less serious than losing your soul. You know, like, let go. And I mean, eventually, you know, he does, they both fall. Like, Max falls to the cemetery and and Winifred falls onto the cemetery. Mm -hmm. And for a second, I was confused because I was like, wait a minute, she's not supposed to be able to touch hollow ground. I guess there's no, like, force keeping them off of hollowed ground there's just consequences yeah there's just consequences like there's no force keeping us from eating a whole half gallon of ice cream but there is consequences 
Good analogy there. I like that. And so she she gets onto the ground of the cemetery and starts sucking his soul from his body. She turns to stone. Yeah, she turns to stone from the, from her feet all the way up, mm-hmm. which is where her feet were touching the ground. Meanwhile, the other two sisters are flying around. One of them is on a freaking vacuum vacuum cleaner, and the other one is on a mop. And the sun is coming up, and those two sisters, they explode. As soon as the sun rays hit them, they explode into glitter. I, that's how I want to go when I die. You know what I mean? Riding a vacuum cleaner, exploding into glitter in yeah, the sun. that's exactly what I want. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Throw them, throw them in the trash. <laughs> vacuum up that glitter and throw them in the trash. Yes. So... All the witches at this point are, they're all gone. The kids have won. Even Winifred, who turned to stone, she, like, her stone statue explodes into glitter as well. That would have been my first order of business, is to find a hammer and just get rid of that witch's statue. Mm -hmm. Like, we can't have this here. You can't stay here. The witches are dead. Yeah, the witches are gone, and the spells they've cast are also no longer working. It turns out that in the scuffle, in the battle, the cat fell from a, a height and it's uh, it's no longer on this earth. He's a dead cat now. He's a dead kitty. And obviously Danny is so heartbroken, um, but then she hears the cat's voice coming from the horizon. <laughs> she hears the cat's voice coming from the horizon, but he's not a cat anymore. He's a boy. He's a boy again. He's a real boy, except no, he's not really real. He's a ghost. He's a ghost boy. <laughs> and then you hear a little girl's voice calling for him. His soul is free. And he says so to Danny. He says, Danny, my soul is free. Thank you so much. And Danny looks like she would much rather have him as a pet than have his soul be free. Yeah. She's like, I don't give a shit that your soul is free. I wanted a cat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but isn't that like all pet owners though like do we want our pet souls to be free or do we want them as our pets you know what i mean oh which of my pets because right now with this bitch of a duck i want her soul to be free (laughs) so i mean it's about as happy of an ending as we can get because also the parents um they pour out of the party it's like probably 7 a.m at this point oh yeah and they're coming out of this party because the dancing spell finally wore off. But they are, they look like they had a blast. They're like covered in sweat. They're smiling from ear to ear. Their parents are partying pretty well for people that are probably about our age. I know. Do I have to say that? That makes me so depressed. <laughs> it's because we have to parent more than people back then in 1993 had to parent. You know, the very last shot in the movie is a shot of the spell book and the eyeball of the spell book opens up. It opens up. And that's, I think that's kind of like a, a prelude that this isn't over. I'm like, has no one read the chamber of secrets? Like you have to destroy the Horcruxes. Like, Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. They're just leaving this book. This book is the source of evil. Like get rid of it. But the thing is they did try setting it on fire and they couldn't because it's protected by magic. Throw it in the trash. Yes. Throw it in the trash. I'm sure there's a spell in the book that can destroy the book. What if you took the book and put concrete around it? What if you put the book in the cemetery? Like if you dug it up (gasps) and you put it in the cemetery and then you put a circle of salt around it. 
then none of the evil things could ever get it. Ooh, you know what? You could mix the salt with the concrete and then put the salt around that. So it's like double salted up. Mm-hmm. We want it extra salty. And you know what? Throw some pepper, throw some Goya seasoning in there just to make it extra seasoned. You know what? Like, I think Goya is mostly salt. Do you know what drives me nuts is what? that even in like lore, it's like, oh, you need a salt. You know, it's never like put some put a, a circle of Goya around you. <laughs> you know what? It's always salt. You should write a Hispanic supernatural story where you have to put Goya, a mixture of Goya and Cezanne around you in order to like keep the evil spirit away. I like how you say Sazon. You say Cezanne. Oh, I thought that's how it was said. Cezanne. Sazon. Cezanne. Sure. No, say it again. Say it again. Sazon. Sazon. Okay. That was, that was close. That was really close. Um, but yeah, guys, this is where our movie leaves us. The teapot is empty for today. Don't worry. Maury's bringing it on the way. We'll be back next week with another episode. We'll see you next time. Bye.